Hello everyone and welcome back to the Planning Pink podcast. This is Maddie and I wanted to pop in before this episode starts and let you know a couple of things. For one, this episode is going to be a little bit different because it's just me. Alyssa will be back next time. She's actually getting interviewed right now for another podcast, which is really cool. And in this episode, I am interviewing a wonderful travel advisor named Natalie, and she is wonderful. But I did want to give you a heads up that the sound quality for this episode might be off a little bit because obviously Natalie is not in our recording studio area with microphones and everything. Um, We did this over Zoom, so the quality might sound a little bit different, but please, please, please stick around if you are hoping to be a travel advisor or wanting to know what that's like because she shares some amazing insights. So please stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Planning Pink podcast. I did an intro before explaining that Alyssa's not here, but Natalie is. So we're joined by Natalie and she, her TikTok is Natalie underscore travel planner. And right now she has 35.5k followers on TikTok. She's amazing. Um, so Natalie, if you want to introduce yourself a little further for the one person who might not know you. Yes. Hi. So I'm Natalie, um, and I'm a travel professional that specializes in all things Disney and Universal. And I've been in the industry for almost six years. And I mean, funny enough about TikTok, I joined about three years ago, had no idea what the heck I was doing, was completely clueless. And um I grew extremely organically, like every single one of those 35,000 followers, I worked my behind off to get, Um, and it's been a blast. Oh, well, you are amazing. And I was just telling her before we started recording, she's been like such an inspiration to me. And so if you are a travel planner or you're hoping to be, she's definitely someone that you want to follow because she's not the type of person to like give off the vibes of it's a competition and stuff. She helps literally everyone and anyone. And um, that kind of leads me into the next thing. Like she's starting this program. So I would love to give you the floor and just tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, you know, a quick background, um, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And I believe us all as travel agents to be on one big giant team. So I actually have a playlist in my TikTok that's says, I think it's called like travel agent tips for TAs. And they're just two to three minute videos, you know, giving agents tips on growing their business, um, how to, you know, get to a million dollar platform, how to get through the bad days. I have a few um, videos where I talk about what happens when you're having a bad day and how to get through that. Um, And through the course of my self making these videos, I am lucky enough to have, I mean, almost every day I have messages from all my social media platforms from random travel agents, not just from around the country, but from around the world too, thanking me for those videos. One agent in specifically told me, Natalie, I was about to quit today. And then I saw your video about what to do when you're having a bad day. And I did not quit. And that is amazing. (laughs) When I saw that, I just like was so beside myself. Um, like what a privilege that is to have that impact on people and thinking about it for a long time. I thought if I don't do something with this, I'm just silly. I, I, I need to do more than what I'm doing. Like I love being a travel planner mm-hmm. and that would always be my passion, 
but I want to go above and beyond that and help other agents too. Um, Which is actually so amazing because I feel like sometimes the vibe that you get as an agent is that people, uh, fellow agents, like don't want to share and don't want to help because it's something that they don't want to share what made them successful when, I mean, there are like seven plus billion people in the world, in the world. And a lot of those people will want to go to Disney. So like, we're not competing in that sense. Like it's, it's so amazing what you're doing. So thank you. And you're over 45 million people a year go to Walt Disney world. So there's plenty for there's everybody plenty for everyone. There really, our, really is. Our biggest competition is not each other. Our biggest competition is the internet and people booking direct. Mm-hmm. So about two months ago, I had this crazy idea. And one of my very best friends, RJ, he was the current owner of access travel group. And he was looking to grow in a way and bring in a mentor. And we kind of came to an agreement. And then I wanted to broaden that. And I said, said, RJ, I want to be your, I want to like co-own with you. I want you to basically give me half your company and I want you to give me free reign to hire who I want and do what I want. And I mean, he, he's no dummy. He knew. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we had the social media director who I had been working with for about six weeks. And I was very, um, I had this vision of this training module that we built, Um, She designed, redesigned a bunch of my templates and really we put together this like process that will teach agents how to launch their Mm -hmm. business, what to post on social media, best practices with booking with, you Mm -hmm. know, DPA and just really making sure that by the time they're ready to launch, they are fully knowledgeable with all the tools and skill sets that they need to be successful. So another little question, what you are doing, is this for only people who are new to the travel agent industry or can this be seasoned travel agents and yeah. what's what's that like? So we've had both. We've had, I've had past clients join. I've had people that are brand new to the industry, but our meat and potatoes, which I didn't realize was going to be at the time, were, ML, were agents who had fallen into the MLM scheme, mm-hmm. that multi-level marketing scheme. And I mean, that could be a whole nother podcast, what that is, but um, a lot of agents didn't know how to properly join the industry. They didn't realize that there's a lot of agencies out there who will take full advantage of them, mm-hmm. charge them enormous fees and not give them any tools or resources. And the second agent we we hired, she came to me and she goes, Natalie, I'm lonely. I have nobody. She goes, mm-hmm. I have to, I can't talk to anyone when I need help. I, they don't introduce us to anyone. No one's training me. I'm lonely. And that made my heart hurt. And yeah. Fun story. She's um she like is was our number one agent last month. Like she oh my it in numbers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and so, like with the, with these agents, I have personal one on ones with them. We look at their social media. We look at their branding. I give them my ideas. Yesterday we had a Zoom. Every single person attended, and I, my topic then was how to build the trust of your friends and family mm-hmm. so you can get their referrals. And they were all taking notes, all asking questions, and it just it made my heart very happy. That's, that's amazing. It really is like the community around you does make a difference. And that, that hurts to hear that she was so lonely, but oh my gosh, good for her. That's wonderful. And so kind of going off of that a little bit, like you have found a lot of success through TikTok from what I can see. TikTok has been wonderful for you. So what, 
what would you say like the benefits of that TikTok community or benefits of posting there versus other, or you can shout out other social medias? Like what is the benefits of that? I mean, with TikTok alone, I, I've sold about 1.5 million this year, just from that platform. You are um, amazing. <laughs> thank you. It, it accounts for roughly 70% of my sales. Um, and it didn't happen overnight. I still remember in June of 2021, when I got my first quote in Corey, and it was from a TikTok follower. Mm-hmm. And then it was one a week, then two a week, then three a week. Now I'm at about maybe 15 to 20 a week. Um, and what I always try to do on TikTok, and this is one thing that I teach others and talk to them about is there's so many travel agents on TikTok. Mm-hmm. You have to find a way to make yourself stand out. Mm-hmm. You have to make yourself memorable. And the easiest way to stand out is by just being who you are because nobody mm-hmm. else can do that but you. Mm-hmm. Um, so like with you, like I love your content. Like I can mm-hmm. tell a lot of thought into it. And um, it's something that I enjoy and you are who you are. Like I can tell yeah. that. And, um, that's, that's Yeah. Amazing. I think that's a great, cause like I have, I joke around, I have a bubbly personality. And so on TikTok, I try to show that like, I don't take myself too darn seriously. I literally just posted a TikTok before this of every time I've messed up trying to record this intro um, before you joined me, I was like, oh, I keep messing up. I'm going to make a TikTok and show people that I'm messing up. And it's just be who you are. And and trust me, I've been doing it for a, over a year. And sure, I don't have as many followers as I want. I don't know if I will ever be satisfied with that. But just being myself and that has helped so much. Trying to f- be original, but it's okay if you have similar content because, you know, we think similar things. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And I agree with that. And so I try to make it a mix of real authentic videos I'm making along with some silly, you know, trending ones, but I really try hard to stay away from, um, I mean, I wanted to cultivate a client base that I knew would be loyal to me and wouldn't abuse me as far as time, because mm-hmm. we know what that can be like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I stay away from the word free. I don't say that. I don't want when folks hear the word free, that just, you know, can draw in people just wanting to abuse everything about you. So I really try to focus on the quality of work that I do. And mm-hmm. that brings in, I mean, all price points, you know, any, all my value clients, moderate, deluxe, but I wanted to build a client base that I knew would be loyal, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, people coming back and I think it's the most like heartwarming feeling when you book a trip and then, you know, in a few months or a year, they're like, Hey, I'm ready to go again. And they think of you and your, and I've had, I have a few clients that are like that. And I'm just like, it warms my heart because sometimes they can turn into like friends and just people that you enjoy talking to. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun relationship for sure. Yeah. And so, okay. I didn't write this question down, but it's something that I thought of when you were talking about different price points. And um, it's a little bit more rare if someone has a bigger budget to spend on their Disney trip. So how are you, what's a good, I'm using this for myself. Like what's a good piece of advice to like fully commit and fully put everything into those people who are staying at the value resorts because their trips matter and they need to have a good time too, even when it's not going to make you the most amount of money. So I am all about consistency. I believe in consistency and that way I always deliver the same level of service to every single client. 
So I have a very firm automation process. I do not deviate from that like ever. Um, as far as everything that I do, as far as my emails that I send out, my check-ins, all of that, so that every client gets that same level of service. Mm -hmm. um, it makes it easier for me because then I don't forget an important step mm -hmm. um, and it makes it easier for my capacity load as far as how many clients I have so that I can still keep up on that too. Right. And like for a client to feel like their trip was important to you. And I mean, I know it sounds silly. It's their vacation, whatever, but it really does make a difference. Like my travel planner advisor, whatever term you use cares about my trip. And yep. I know that if something is like weird or if I have a question, I can turn to them and it's good to genuinely care. And they tell people, they say, oh my gosh, Natalie was the best. She cared here, use her. And that's to me, that's been like a wonderful tool. 100%. Um, every client of mine starts with a consultation call and every client ends with a final trip prep call. So they get, you know, that phone call at the beginning, mm -hmm. that phone call at the end. And then they, and they know in between then I am their personal form of Google. Via <laughs> yes. Okay. So that's what I was wondering. I think it's kind of a rarity for travel advisors to do calls, at, at least from my experience. I, the people I meet, they like work through email strictly or they're like, if they want to call, I might. So how do you think that benefits you and your sales and whatever, like having a personal phone call? So, you know, it's becoming less and less rare. I'm getting more and more travel agents messaging me saying, okay, I'm taking your lead and I'm trying this. Mm -hmm. And, um, Here's the deal. I do a lot of work for a client's trips that most travel agents who go to that level charge fees for. Mm -hmm. And I get told all the time, Natalie, you really should be charging fees like for the amount of work that you do. So if a client can't commit to a 15 minute phone call to me for this incredible amount of level of detail that I'm going to do, we're not going to be the right fit for each other. Wow. That's, that's really interesting to hear. So is a call something that you do like right off the bat or you gather some information like what's what's that as soon as I get a quote inquiry I send them an email intro with my bio so they can see what they're what they're going to be getting mm -hmm. with me and a link to my calendar and um sometimes I use this app called Calendly and it's amazing and um the amount of time it cuts out especially for a first timer there's no way I can articulate in an email what it's like to stay at the Polynesian and see the fireworks from your own private. Right. <laughs> I can't articulate in an email what it's like walking into the art of animation resort, smelling the lobby, and then seeing the Skyliner right outside of there. Um, being able to have this phone call, I can really animate mm -hmm. and in detail what their trip is going to be like. And as we're talking, I'm already pulling in quotes so we can start to gauge what their budget is, what type of resort. And then I send over their final proposal and they'll, you know, tell me what option they want, but right. it increased oh, that's my closing. Amazing. Yeah. It increased, increased my closing ratio It increased me not wasting time on tire kickers or people mm -hmm. shopping from agent to agent. Um, and while I quote less things, probably I mm -hmm. close more sales. Wow. You are actually like really inspiring me right now wow. because I think like sometimes I mean, I'll send out seven, eight, seven to 10 quotes a day and basically don't hear from those people. And it's like, 
I just changed yesterday. I have a little form that people could fill out and I changed the form. Like you can fill out this form, but if you're really serious about travel, shoot me an email with every single detail that you want, because I'm just, people love to ask for quotes and then book. And then that's a lot of time that goes into it. Or they look at that quote and they realize they can book it for the same price online Mm -hmm. and they don't understand why they should be using you. Yes. And I love, I think it's a great feeling when a client is traveling and they've done the Disney themselves. And then they were like, I'm going to test out a travel advisor. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I did. You have changed the Disney trips. And so you are very much inspiring me right now. And I think you'll probably be inspiring a lot of people listening. <laughs> like can I inspire um, one person? That's all I ask. <laughs> I mean, you're inspiring me. So oh my gosh. Okay. Um kind of a couple more questions. Yeah. For me and for a lot of people. Words of encouragement or just kind of helping us get over the ledge of like, I love being a travel advisor and I want this to be my full-time job but I'm really scared. Like, what do you say to those people who are just scared to just bite the bullet and just do it? It, It's scary. And I mean, it took me, I finally, you know, became full-time June 1st of this year. Um, And even then, even though I was looking at my numbers and I knew I could do it, it was still terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to believe in um, your destiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's from Merida. Um, you have to, you just have to trust your gut instinct and you have to know that we're all meant to do what we love. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing what you love, people will follow mm-hmm. um, just, and you can't, and I know this is easier said than done. You cannot let yourself get down on things. You cannot let yourself get negative. It's mm-hmm. okay to have a bad day, but we need to brush off, you know, that, that feeling and put your, hold your head up high and say, tomorrow's going to be a better day. And one um, of my video series that I talk a lot about is what happens when you get out of the honeymoon phase. Yeah. And this usually happens at about the 12 month mark. Cause your first year you're learning, you're training, you're growing. And then suddenly it's month 13 and you feel like you've exhausted all your resources and that you've kind of leveled off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get through that honeymoon, when you're out of the honeymoon, phase or you're just having a bad day because we all have them what I tell travel agents to do is don't look at the big picture if you're trying to look at this tall mountain that you're trying to climb you're just gonna feel like you can't do it but if you look at that first stepping stone you need to focus on that first stepping stone and nothing higher than that and that first stepping stone might just be reorganizing your office Mm -hmm. or buying new thank you cards or refreshing your email signature. Every stepping stone is just going to be one little thing better and better and better. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the month, you have walked up 30 or 40 stepping stones and you are halfway up that mountain. Oh my gosh. You should be like a life coach, a motivational speaker or something. (laughs) It's true. It does like after your first year, you're kind of like, oh, okay. Like this is real. And getting so many quotes and I'm just feeling really overwhelmed. And so looking at it like stepping stones is super helpful. So I think anyone who's listening to this, that's hoping to become a travel advisor, um, how can they kind of connect with you? I know I gave your TikTok. Is that the best way? It is uh, because on there, you know, they can either find me on Instagram. I think my handle name is, um, 
Natalie Dash Happy Travel Planner. Um, I think I, I think TikTok gives you two handles. I think if they also search and it's Natalie with an I N A T A L I dash Happy Travel Planner. Um, oh, it is just travel planner. I think I might've put happy travel planner somewhere else too. Either way, <laughs> um, you know, I've got a link with there to join my team and either myself or my partner would, you know, have a chat with you. I don't even like yeah. to call it an interview. That's too formal. <laughs> <laughs> or just like follow along. Like if you're like, hmm, maybe this is something that I'm interested in, like just following along and, and looking at the videos. And if it's something that you're called to do, then that's yeah. great. And I think another great thing about you is that like you exude Disney like you know anything Disney like you always have a Disney touch and it's just something that like looking at you and and knowing you like oh she really does love Disney like this is not just a cash grab like she loves this no I mean the what inspires me most is when Tinkerbell flies out of the castle at happily ever after Mm -hmm. And every time when you hear the roar of the crowd and the screams of the kids, each time that moment reminds me why I did, I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And all I want is to help as many people be able to see Tinkerbell fly out of the castle. Yeah, I know that that's like, like no other. I love that. But kind of ending on a little more unserious note, this is a hot topic, but what is your favorite park? Oh, Epcot, hands down. Me too. (laughs) I feel like um, for adults, obviously it's a lot of Epcot, but I've met some people who have strong opinions and they don't care for Epcot. We can't just be, we won't be friends then. I I know like the food, the drinks, and they have some classic rides. Like there's nothing like going on Soren. I love Soren. Or Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think just won like some award for best attraction of the year in this in the country or something. Genuinely, like, like I was trying to convey this to someone. I don't think there's a ride, not even take Disney out of it, like in general, that's like that. That is the coolest experience I have been on. Yeah, it's incredible. It it's is so cool. Okay. Well, if you are an Epcot girl, do you have like a favorite? spot to eat or a favorite drink or anything oh, that comes gosh. to mind. I mean the poutine in Canada is solid. <laughs> Garden Grill is one of my favorite character dining experiences yeah. and of course the frozen slush in France. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, those are all amazing and um thank you so much for being on and and passing on words of encouragement. Absolutely. Do you have any like any goodbyes you want to say or are you good? I'm good. I mean, again, if folks want to inquire about working under me, you know, find me on social media. Um, you're more than welcome to send me a message and then I'll let you know how to submit some information and then we can learn more about each other and if it's a good fit. Oh, well, you have been a pleasure. Thank you for being on. And to everyone else, I will see you next episode. All right.